You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Well, I'm excited as hell to talk about this movie. I've been flogging the bishop all day because I'm excited to talk about the faculty. Eric, how the hell are you doing? Feeling pretty tweaked out and excited to talk about this movie, especially because this one is directed by an early work of Robert Rodriguez, who we all know from the Spy Kids trilogy. It's probably not the first thing that people think of. Mm-mm. No, Sin City and the Mexican trilogy. but uh, From Dust Till Dawn, um, yeah. Planet, Planet Terror is another big one, uh, Danny oh. Trejo's Machete, uh, kind of things like that. But this is a, considered a 90s horror classic. I know that uh, Sarah was excited to watch this as well. I was so excited because I have actually, of all of the movies we're going to watch for this horror movie series, I have seen this one before. Uh, so I remembered parts of it, but uh, had gaping holes for the rest of it, which was probably pretty par for the course for this movie. Really? Okay. Because, I mean, you clearly saw this because you had a crush on Josh Hartnett back in 1978. Yes. Yeah, of I mean, every, is that every, what it was really because yeah. of because uh, of Josh? I, I, no, I don't think it was. I didn't watch it when it came out. I probably watched it when I was in college, so it was probably in the I don't know mid two thousands that I saw it for the first time. So um, it was probably more a little uh, Elijah Wood actually, because that was Elijah post, Wood when I saw it for the first time. It was probably post Lord of the Rings. So I was like, sure, let's give young Elijah Wood a chance. Oh, you went down the Elijah Woodhole, which is a weird place to to first say out loud and, and also yep. go to, I guess. Mm. You also got the Jordana Brewster hole. You got the Usher hole. You got the Robert Patrick hole. You got Selma so Hayek, John Stewart. There was a Fancy lot of names. Yeah, right. Uh, there's a lot of names in this movie, that, and it was just... Uh, surprising to kind of see them all. Who's um, um, Christopher McDonald was in this one? Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, who is Terminator Two? Uh, Robert Robert Pat- Patrick. Uh, Robert Robert Patrick. He played T one thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So this one, uh, it had it had the billing. That's for sure. Did it have the story? I mean, it 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 maybe it did. Uh, the movie was made for fifteen million and it grossed sixty three worldwide. So it clearly is one of those big ones uh, post-Scream. The idea is actually kind of clever. I mean, it's, it's not a bad idea. Hey, let's have a school in Ohio being overtaken by an alien queen to make them do their bidding. I, I think that's a great concept. Do I think the movie's great? No. But I, I think I think the concept is great, and I just love the the alien queens thing at the end. When she's like, well, I start in Ohio and then I make my way to the city because nobody will expect small town Ohio, which I'm in. So what the fuck does that mean? Uh, we were hoping you would tell us. Um, that, you seem to be the Ohio. You're the Ohio expert. We we I made a comment actually while we were watching it about the horrible state of the, that school. It's damn near dilapidated. Uh, is that what Ohio schools no. are, are like, Jordan? Was- this Paint peeling not. off the walls, uh, doorknobs uh, sometimes working. No, no. This was not filmed in Ohio at all. I was disgusted when they said it. I even looked it up. This was shot in Austin and Dallas. Texas. 
So this was filmed in Texas. This was not Ohio. I was disgusted because this movie takes place in the fall. There'll be snow by now. Yeah. You it's know early what? fall. You know, football season's just starting. You got a new student. First day of school. Well, maybe not first day of school, but. We're getting snow tomorrow. We're getting four inches tomorrow. Yeah, I guess it didn't really show uh, the, yeah. the true Ohio weather that it meant to be. No. So, yeah. Right. So I have a question yeah. off the bat. That's, that's the first um, lie is that Ohio has nice weather. Okay. True. <laughs> I want to talk about Josh Hartnett real quick because I saw this movie when it came out. I saw this in theaters with my dad and also my brother. Uh, loved this movie. This came out Christmas Day of 1998. Uh, so I, I, I remember I was in trouble with my mom. My mom, my parents are divorced when, when I was born. So, you know, he took me out on Christmas night to see the faculty and my mom was utterly disgusted. This is family time, you know. But anyway, sure. loved it. Loved the idea. Josh Hartnett in 1998, I was 11 years old. Wow, that guy was cool at 11 years old, Jordan. Like, who didn't want to be Josh Hartnett at this point in time? This guy had no parents. This guy was making scat out of pens. Well, not out of, but he puts them in pens. So I'm assuming this is speed. Is that what scat is? It's caffeine pills, I think they later. Yeah, and various household substances, he says. So right, yeah, it's, it's, it's uppers, speed. man. It's, it's just... uppers, yeah. And then it's just like, this guy's the coolest of cool. Now, Put yourself in 1998. He just got done doing Halloween H2O October two months earlier, and then he comes out with this movie. Is Josh Hartnett on the rise? Is this the coolest of cool right now? This was only his second movie ever. Right. I mean, the first one was Halloween, like you said, that came out a couple of months before, and I, he went up, way up from here, mm-hmm. and then crashed at some point. Uh, Black Hawk Down, probably. Or maybe 40 Days, 40 Nights. I'd say it's yes. a cute pun, by the way, if it was Black Hawk Down. Uh, yeah, but, nice. but I mean, yeah, I mean, he was, he did a, he had range too, because he was an O after doing mm-hmm. a bunch of, uh, the action movie Pearl Harbor. So mm-hmm. he did some horror, he did some drama, and mm-hmm. now he's able to do a bit of everything else. Now he does some rom-coms, 40 Days and 40 Nights, although uh, as horrible as a movie as that was, um, whatever the hell it wasn't meant to be anything better you know and we right. you know every actor or actress kind of that's good looking is going to have one of those uh, uh what we talk about uh, no strings attached and like uh friends with oh, benefits. benefits yeah mm-hmm. kind of it's kinda the those... same movie yeah exactly yeah. uh but um he starts after a while picking these projects where it's just kind of they're, they're not of the same big budget maybe 30 days a night but uh, you, you know what I mean? It's like this right. is you see this from actors after a while, them splitting from the Hollywood mainstream and being able to pick their own projects or finding a friend uh, or a script that's interesting and then that, that they do that. And that's where you get something like Mozart and the Whale, you know, or well, maybe he shouldn't do that and stick to this. Lucky number seven because, was one because he was cool in H2O and we're, which we're going to review later on this year. And he's cool in this. I'm not a Josh Hartnett guy. I don't get the short sleeve shirt with the long sleeve underneath look. I don't get the hair literally roll out of bed. I don't get how he was a heartthrob. I don't get it. But for some reason, this guy eat cool. Who didn't eat cool at all was Elijah Wood as Casey. That guy was a dweeb. And that's all the script said Elijah Wood to be was a dweeb. Like he had no character development at all. 
Like, it was very bland. Oh, he just looked so young compared to all the other actors. Uh, that was one of my yeah. problems with it. It looked like he was a freshman, everybody else is a senior, and then the ending with the person he ends up with just felt awkward to me. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Um, we'll say right off the bat, though, we don't normally go scene by scene. We mostly do reaction. But what a good opening, though. Like, I'm not saying this movie is great, but this opening grabs you. What a very, very good opening. Gets you into the movie with some of the teachers being infected already. Uh, I just love this opening. Uh, a perfect way to open this kind of movie. I'm sure you guys both agree. Oh, yeah. Listen, uh, this, this movie wasn't complicated as far as you know, if you want to put it up against uh, the scripted. Everything about this story was familiar in one way or another. This is this – is, um, Evasion of the Body Snatchers meets Breakfast Club. Ooh, ooh, good. <laughs> I like that. That's good. You're right. That's exactly what it is. Opening was good. It grabs you right off the bat, and then we get into the school, and we get to meet all the kids, and Hyde from that 70s show was in this movie, and this, this probably is the most well-known cast in this whole series that we're doing this year, I would argue. Oh, I mean, yeah. I know. I Absol- mean, Sarah's absolutely. not getting Josh. Oh yeah, Sarah's not getting Jess, Joshua Jackson here. But it's very disappointing. I got Josh Hartnett. I'm fine. You go. Okay. What about Usher in this movie? What happened to his movie career? Everybody thought he was going to be big. What happened? I uh, nothing. He was the DJ in She's All That. Is that right? No. Uh, um, no. Oh. Uh, oh. What? What movie was that? Oh, with Ben Foster, right? Uh, we'll see. Oh, it's a no teen idea. movie. Hold it. Just give me a moment. It's she's moment. all that. She's in. She's. It's. She's all that. He's in. She's all that. Yeah, he plays the DJ at the prom. You're right. You're right. I'm thinking of another movie that he was in as well. Then. Well, my bad, everyone. I'm, I'm going to find that movie. To just, just, just you wait. This is see. this is his <laughs> debut, by the way. This is his debut. Uh, we also get Robert Patrick, the T-1000. Every time he's in, he's a T-1000. Look, the reason why I'm going to talk about this movie scene by scene, folks, is because this movie has no fucking plot. I no. mean, let's just, let's just call it the way it is. It is an alien queen. That's what they call her in the script. Her name is Alien Queen. Comes to Earth and says, there's a small town in Texas. I'm sorry, Ohio. And I'm going to... St- I'm going to put little tiny worms into their ears to infect them. And then I'm going to control them all because they are all a part of me. And then I'm going to take over the world. I think this movie was trying to be too clever because John Stewart, the teacher's name was Edward Furlong. Aha, uh-huh. that's cute. That's very, very cute. Especially that's not cute. It freaked me out in 1988 when I saw this in theaters. It still freaked me out when I saw this movie for this review. The old naked woman in the shower. Yeah, that's yeah, very that, uh, that's creepy. Very that two three good. seven, right? Very very good. I enjoyed that a lot. I mean, this movie. Def- thank you, two three seven. This movie definitely has. I mean, calling a character Edward Furlong and then having the T-1000 in the movie and then having an old woman clearly from two three seven. This movie is an homage. Trying to be an homage 
to 80s classics, clearly, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, also, apologies to Usher. I was mistaken. I'm thinking of Cisco from Drew Hill in that. Did, in that. did you just compare Usher to the Thong Song guy? Yeah, I, I, I did. I'm apologizing because I know he listens to the show. Best friend of the show, Usher. Thank you for listening. Uh, but, um, yeah. No, th- this again, the story was dumb and, and kind of plain and simple. We were just right. getting this just to see a bunch of good-looking, attractive people. And some fun people all in the movie. You know, this is this is just a fun. This is a popcorn movie. Also, what's really fun? How do you guys think of the scene when it's towards in the movie and they're all in like Josh Hartnett's garage and they all have to take the scat? That was fun. Yeah, that was a uh, that was different. It, well, again, like this goes to the character of Josh Hartnett. He drives the GTO. He's Super smart, apparently, but doesn't apply himself, even though he just kind of takes control. He smokes wherever he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like he potentially he's going to be sleeping with a teacher soon. Allegedly. Yeah. I mean, this this guy is, like, I think beyond cool. It looks like he's living in, in some sort of paradise. I, I don't get it. His parents uh, are never I mean, home. They're always in Europe. So he, but he's able to to take care of himself. And I, I mean, whatever. Parents just understand. So I always say this in our episodes for this series. I want to know Sarah's opinion for somebody who has. Well, usually it's you've never seen, but for this you have seen. Does this it movie was... hold up? Does it hold up for you? Oh no, 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 this, this... no. Uh, uh, so this movie was so good. We had to watch the scene that you were just talking about at Josh Hartnett's house twice because I fell asleep. For you fell asleep. Solid 15 minutes. And I woke up and I was like, crap, we're going to have to watch the important part again because I fell asleep like I normally do. Uh, it was enjoyable to watch them all do the scat and know, obviously, what you know at the end that whatever the chick's name, Mary Beth Mary Louise. Beth. Mary Beth Louise, uh, <laughs> you know, took her little tentacle and, and dropped the scat out to watch it again and be like, that's not how it happened. You're uh, right. But in some of the, the scenes where they're trying to figure out, like, what are we going to do? Oh, we need to kill the alien queen. If you watch her, she rolls her eyes at one point, like, oh, you guys are such such idiots. Um, and at one point, she sort of does, like, an eyebrow raise, like, really? So that was kind of fun to go back and and rewatch that part. Um, yeah, I mean it was it was it, a, it was silly. I think alien at, movie, at, I guess. at the <laughs> end, obvious teen movie where the big bad reveals themselves and they're mm-hmm. slow to get wherever they're at, and even though that they are, you know, ten times the size of the person, just you know. Uh, many limbs and tentacles coming out of them being able to be so able to just make it quick and, and easy. They just kind of stand there, yell at them, scream, roar at them for a bit while they run right. away. And it's just a silly monster movie. And then the part, uh, obviously uh, throughout this movie, we have a, a bunch of different chase scenes. Some of them in the, the, the invaded bodies of the humans, you know, of, of the faculty and they're doing their things, and um, I think it's the, that's part silly. Although there were some parts, like when they first found out about 
what was going on when Jon Stewart had attacked them. Uh, when we get the first kind of uh, jilted scene here, the professor finds out because he's already been uh, um, taken over. By the way, that sucks that he has to die because it seems like everyone else was able to be saved. So some casualties were here. <laughs> yeah. And that's a bummer because he seemed like he was a good teacher. Well, but after. him and the old lady. But anyway. And, anyway. And, and the principal. She got stabbed and died. That's she right. did. So, so, uh, so three people died. Go ahead. Uh, maybe a student. Either way. Uh, the first scene where they discover or recognize that the aliens are a threat. And they have the proof now because of the horrible attack from Professor Edward Furlong. That scene where they're exiting the school and everyone is staring at them. I thought that was a good way of, of kind of adding the, the, the build-up to it a bit more. You know, everyone's watching them. They, they can't trust anyone. They can't trust themselves. And that scene, of course, leading into the garage scene where the mm -hmm. movie really starts. Yeah, and, and that's unfortunate because it took too long to get there. Like, we all know what's happening in the beginning of this movie. It's called The Faculty. I mean, the poster, I'm looking at it right now, it looks alien-ish, not the movie alien. Just it looks like out of this world, you know, kind of thing. Clearly, Sci-fi sci glow. So, yes, it, I mean, it's clearly this is what's happening. Have you, okay, so in this review, did you guys buy this movie? Did you watch the R-rated version, or did you guys see this on TV? This is a legitimate question. We saw the R-rated version. Yeah. Okay. Uh, deluxe was, HD. A, a lot of F words and some boobs okay because the boobs i want to talk about the boobs about this. the, the nippleless boobs yes the nippleless boobs yeah. and the girl butt with the hips mm -hmm. she did have some hips on her so i saw us in theaters dad didn't know there's going to be boobies in it mm. it happens hey you're 11 deal with it move on with your life jordan yes dad any who's it the reason why i'm asking about this is because i remembered and i went back on youtube and looked there are two different cuts of this movie. There is the standard rated R cut, and then there's the edited for TV movie. So you know at the end of the movie, when we find out that Mary Beth Louise is the alien queen, spoilers, and she is stalking Elijah Wood in the men's locker room, right? And she's naked? Okay, yeah, she's and, naked. and, and she, transfer, she, she transforms in and out of being the queen right. to, to well, this person. In Which the edited version on TV, about. instead of doing like the black bars to cover the uh, the girl butt and the boobies, mm -hmm. they put tentacles all around her, edited, so she looks like I think it's Ursula from Little uh -huh. Mermaid. Oh, well, that that that'd be pretty cool. I actually enjoy that more than the girl butt because it's showing the audience. What oh, this tentacly thing actually really is, you know what I mean? Showing your cards oh, there. See, I liked, I liked the girl, but I liked her being like the female, and then in the shadows, all of her tentacles are coming out. Like this is her real character is showing through. Really? Okay. So you yeah. see, I didn't like. Okay, so you like the girl, but okay. Maybe we should, uh, Sarah, watch uh, Species next. Oh, <gasps> Sarah, have you seen Species? No. Eric, show her species, please. Well, if you like naked aliens, I got a movie for you. Yes. Eric, please, for the love of God, show her species. Sure. And I want to hear what her opinion is. Next time we do the show live on air, she has I think, I think that's another 90s horror. It's just not like a teen one, you know? No, it's, 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 it's not a teen one. You need to show her species. There's like four sequels to show the first one for the love of God. 
<laughs> because yeah. I need to hear her reaction because <laughs> wow. So anywho. Uh no, but I mean like okay, so Eric, I'll go with you first. Uh was it a big reveal that Mary Beth Louise was the alien? It wasn't for me. It was quite obvious. What do you think? I mean as an adult, no. Uh, I've also had, had seen this before, so I kind of was knowing to look for it. But watching this, because I, I did see this in theaters as well. This is, again, one of those uh, junior high movies or high school movies mm-hmm. that you, you would go to see with a bunch of friends or sneak into or have someone's mom or dad or older brother buy tickets for you. Um, but no, uh, you know, it's it's not like there was a gasp in, in the crowd here, you know. It's not like people were just like, "Oh man, I didn't," uh, you know. This was like a like a Billy's mom moment. You, there you, you go. Know what I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I, yeah. I know that Sarah won't get the reference. Not yet until we watch the Scream series. Yeah. But yes, but this this definitely is what this felt like. Um, it's just kind of like okay, you know, and it wrapped up nice and neat. You know, we got some good punchlines from I, I think just about everybody. Okay. And uh, little little one-liners. Uh, how what was the runtime in this movie? One one forty-two, one forty-four, one o four, one o four. What are you talking about? No, sir. One one, one hour forty-four minutes. One hour and four. Thirty. You're right. No. One o four. You're you're right. One one o four. You're right. One o four. That was it. Yeah. One o four. Just enough to uh, you know cram a few more showings. In the movie theater, get them in, yeah. get them out, get some popcorn while you get there. Enjoy it's the short. faculty with Usher, ladies and gentlemen. It's very short. It's straight to the point. Sarah, I want to know: Is Mary Beth Louise a big reveal to you? Uh, well, I am going to correct you. It was an hour and forty-four minutes. Uh, it says one hundred four on Wikipedia. It's the, it's the same. One forty-four. Hour forty-four. Okay. Uh, Damn so- it. Same thing. <laughs> um, yes, you're right, Eric. I'm sorry. Um, uh, she, no, not really. Uh, once they killed the principal, I wasn't like trying to figure out who the, the alien queen was. Once they killed the principal, I kind of sat up and was like, it's Mary Beth Louise, obviously. And then right. that was the reveal. She was in the, the gym with uh, Clea Duvall and uh, reveals herself to be the alien queen. I'm like, all right, well, I'm glad I figured it out, you know, two minutes before the movie <laughs> showed it, but hey, I got it. It's not that you're late to the party, just glad that you came. Well, it's just, the reason why I'm actually kind of upset that the script called for Mary Beth Louise to be the alien is because, of course, oh, I'm the new girl, mm-hmm. I'm from the South, I have that Southern twang. I don't know really what's going on. It's like, I'm, okay. I'm going to make friends with the misfits. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, I've seen this movie. These kids, this needs to be Scream because, Sarah, you've never seen Scream. Nope. But, but the whole ironic thing about Scream is they know they're in a movie, but they're not in a movie. Ooh. Ooh you know what wow. I mean? Meaning that. All the characters have seen all of these horror movies, Mm -hmm. right? And the killer is killing based off of these famous horror movies. So they're following stereotypical 80s horror movie rules, Mm -hmm. 
right? Okay. Mary Beth Louise is your stereotypical movie horror 80s mm-hmm. villain. And it's like, ah, oh, wouldn't it be better if it was Jordana Brewster? Wouldn't it be better if it was Stokes? Uh, Robert Patrick. I mean, somebody different than I'm from Tennessee or Texas or wherever the hell, you know, Mary Beth said she was from. Because clearly, right off the bat, boom. I mean, she is it. 100%. Then the aliens are playing the long game. Right. Uh, my last question before we get into the popcorn ratings is I'm a big fan of not CG. I love when creators uh, actually like create puppets and, and all that shit. So, uh, Sarah, I'm curious for you. When we see the actual reveal of the alien queen and her gigantic puppet form, mm-hmm. what did you think of this one? Did you like the design? I mean, clearly it's a puppet, but did you mm-hmm. like what it looked like? Did you like what their design was? Yeah, it sort of reminded me of uh, of the the alien from Alien with like all the teeth and the sliminess. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was I think a good alien sort of creature, sort of the big scary. You know, she jumps in the pool and keeps getting larger and larger as she's in the water for longer. Right. Um, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it was a good like scary creature. I'd be scared shitless if that thing showed up in my house. So. <laughs> Fair enough. I actually personally like the design. I actually don't knock the design. I think it's really cool. Uh, Harvey Weinstein was like Harvey Weinstein and Bob Weinstein. They they designed anyway. Never mind. I have to fuck those guys. But Eric, uh, Eric, what do you think about the about the Alien Queen puppet design? Before we get into our proper ratings, did you like it as much as I did? Oh yeah, this was again in a time where these types of movies still work where prosthetics and puppetry still worked for the monster movies. Uh, the Relic was another one that I can think of. <gasps> Show me the Relic. Go ahead. Where uh, it, it took place in a museum, and the thing mm-hmm. lived underneath the museum in the sewers. That used, I mean, that was pretty cool as well, too. These things look almost like something out of like a, like a Doom video game, you know? Like it just... Oh, old, yeah. Or like a comic book or something. This is just... Mm-hmm kind of just old imagination at work and I, I I enjoy it, you know, especially because, well, we all know that the 90s CGI does not age well. No, it does not. So but the puppets good. Yeah, well, this that's what it, why this movie is going to probably stay in a circulation for Halloween. It's it's another movie that, again, it's quick and easy. It's gets to the point. It's fun to bash while you're watching it. Right. And, you know, it's it's a good time. Yeah, this movie is not made for you to sit by yourself to be a fan of. This movie is made to sit there with people that you love and like to hang out with, like your friends or a significant other, and drink beers and just be like, look at this. <laughs> like, we're having fun. And that's what this movie is. So, ladies first. Sarah, Ooh. Ooh. what you is your... You're going to go first this time. What is your popcorn rating for the faculty? You know, it's a medium bag for me. I, it wasn't absolute trash. Uh, it was not the best movie I've ever seen, but it was thoroughly entertaining. I, I really did enjoy this one. <laughs> so it's better than disturbing behavior. Um, hold on. Hold on. I have to remember. James Marsden. Behavior. James oh, Marsden oh, with yes, the kids. Katie Holmes. Yes, yes, it was definitely better than that movie. <laughs> do you 
<laughs> Sarah, yes or no? Just a clip, just a simple yes or no. Do you think that the faculty so far since you've joined us with this 90s retrospective, mm-hmm. do you think the faculty's the best so far? Ooh, do you really want to know know this right now? Because yes. I, I have a, a list. Uh, yes. No, I do not think it, the, the faculty is the best so far. Faculty's not the best so far. Okay. Nope. That's all you need to say was yes or okay. no. Do, do you no, have okay. a movie in mind of what would be the best? Yeah, I'm, I'm keeping a list. It gets updated every time we watch one of these movies. She's going to say – she is – mark my words, and for you, Eric, mark my words, and for the fans who are listening to this, this is April of 2021. By November of 2021, she's going to say the best movie in the whole series was Scream, and number two was uh, Blair Witch Project. That's what she's going to say. I guarantee it. You really think so? Yes. 100%. She's going – Sarah is going to fucking love Scream. That it's, movie. You're hyping that one you up. love Scream. Yeah. It, it is Wes Craven, Sarah. So it, we've already done I Wes know. Craven in this in this series. with. Okay, but that movie was terrible. Sarah, you don't know you haven't seen Scream. I, yeah, know, I, mean, I know. I know how much you love it. No, it's not just – it's it's the world. I mean like okay. – Okay, we'll talk about that later. Have you seen Eric. any of the Tremors movies, Sarah? We ca- uh, no, I have not. I don't mm. think so. Wonderful. Okay, wonderful. Oh, no, it's Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I might have seen uh, Sarah gets one to medium. I give this one a small. Uh, the reason why I give this one a small is because this is better out of the dreck, in my opinion, that we've reviewed so far. And I know what's coming because I've seen everything, and so has Eric. But, like, it, it's not the worst. Uh, for me, actually, everybody, right now, the worst has actually been the happening to me right now. I mean, like, the happening has just been the pits. Uh, because mean, there's, huh? You mean the not haunting? The hap- not the happening, the haunting, okay. thank you. Yes, I thought I, oh, that movie sucks, too. The haunting. The haunting's the pits for me just because mm-hmm. what's Craven's new nightmare was at least stupid, fun, entertainment. I could laugh at it. The haunting was just like, oh, my fucking God, they're trying so hard, and they don't know what they're doing. Um, it just was hard for me to watch. Uh, this movie is a small bag for me. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy a lot of the cast in this. This is the second best cast, I would argue, that we're going to get out of this whole series. Um, just fun, uh, stupid movie. Turn your brain off on a Saturday, on a Sunday morning, early afternoon. Uh, not bad at all. Just not great. So small bag for me, Eric. What's your popcorn rating for the faculty? So this was just straight entertainment. Just you guys have already said basically anything that I would have said as well too. It's a fun movie that really doesn't seem to take itself seriously. It just kind of just moves from one to the next. Um, it delivers what it wants to give. Uh, Robert Rodriguez does a good job of not giving too much attention to any one thing and, and kind of spreading it along the board because the story is the character in this one or the alien is the, is the, the main thing in this one. And we got to get some, some cool kill scenes too. This is coming from the guy who um, is doing a lot of other kill scenes, you know, uh, Desperado and from Dust mm-hmm. Till Dawn, you know, this is, he knows what he's doing. And, uh, and we got to see just that. It was fun, but I don't want to like, you know what I mean? Like it's not like the greatest, but I had a lot of fun with it. 
I would I would probably give it. It's on the border of like a small and medium bag. So I guess I'm I'm saying that the small with extra butter on it. If I can do that, you know, put some salt and some fixings on that small bag and enjoy yeah. this movie. And put some ranch on it, right? That ranch powder. Get the butter, the garlic uses. butter ranch on you know the salt. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love how Americans cheddar. love their ranch. That's just amazing. But everybody, speaking of amazing, thank you so much, like always, for listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Like always, check us out on social media and always at Movie Guys Podcast at Bobby.com. And you can download us on any platform that you get your podcast from. We'll be back next week for another awesome episode. Have a good night.